welcome and thank you for joining this week's podcast with the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams. One of the greatest weapons against the enemy is the unity of believers. In this strategic message, the Archbishop reveals the benefits of togetherness and how to access the blessing of unity in purpose, intercession and prayer. Need help to take your prayer to a higher dimension? Join the One Million Strong Prayer Intercessors now at ndwministries.org. Know today that this is God's word of direction for you. Be encouraged as you listen. Samson was the strongest man who ever lived, but he died prematurely. He was skillful. He was very intelligent, very smart, intellectually sophisticated. He was a judge of Israel in his time. He was no small dude. The dude was heavy. He was a mogul. He had it together. He was strong and anointed. And with empty hands, he killed a lion. With empty hands. With nothing in his hands. Ladies and gentlemen, he killed a lion. He smoked thousands of the Philistines. He removed the gates and the columns of the city of the Philistines carried it upon his shoulders threw it off upon the mountains that was how strong he was but he died prematurely he died alone because he was alone he was a loner I don't know about you ladies and gentlemen but may I submit to you that God is wiser than you and I and God right from the days of the beginnings of the days of old has always declared the importance of togetherness. You've never seen your liver, your kidney or some of your body organs before but if anything goes wrong with any of your body organs the entire body shuts down and you can't survive. And all truth is parallel. And may I submit to you that no matter how gifted and sophisticated and how blessed you may think you are, you need somebody. You need somebody. And you may not realize it now, but there come a time and there come a day in all of our lives when you recognize your need of another. And it's better right now to build those bridges before then. Because if you are one that have issues with everybody, you don't flow with everybody, and you never have one person in this world that can stand with you that you never get offended of by. Dr. Samuel said that if you ever find one person in this life who you can stand before naked without being afraid that they will hold anything against you, if you find one person like that, you are very blessed. You're blessed. But there are so many of us, for whatever reason, we don't flow with anybody. We don't have anyone that we can call upon and relate to. We break relationships. We can't maintain friendship for a long time. We don't have a sense of belonging. We don't belong. We are loners. And we, we are loners and lonely, alone by ourselves and hurting and hemorrhaging and bitter. All alone and have no one to depend on. You don't belong to any tribe. Jesus was of the tribe of Judah. What tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel do you belong to? Paul was of the tribe of Benjamin. David 
was of the tribe of Judah. Saul was of the tribe of Benjamin. What tribe do you belong to? It's dangerous to stand alone and very dangerous to be offended by the body. I made up my mind long time ago that I need the body. I need the body. And I've learned to walk in forgiveness. One of the reasons for long suffering and patience and endurance and temperance is because we must learn to bear one another's burden and fault. The Bible said it's to your glory to overlook a transgression. You can't take everything to heart. You can't be hurt about everything. You cannot be offended by everything. The tongue even sometimes have issues with the teeth. And as husband and wife, you're going to have issues. There's always going to be something that you don't like. You are not going to like everybody in this life. And everybody is not going to like you. And everybody is not going to agree with you. We all have issues. Everybody has an issue. You got to learn how to overlook the issues of others. Listen, a lot of people get born again. They come to church and they think that the church is full of angels. There are no angels among us, including me. Nobody here is an angel. As, as, as angelic as Bishop Nyako or Bishop James may look, they are not angels. Bishop Nyako, he can be upset. Yeah, 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 I've seen him upset. He doesn't know I can see it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him frustrated. And I know that if I push his button, it will be human beings that I will say, not angels. There's no angel in the church. So those of you get born again, you come to church and you're expecting to see angels. Then when you see human beings like you, you say, well, I didn't expect to see this kind of attitude in church. Well, well, I, I thought I would see Christians, Christians. There are no angels in the church. They are human beings like you. And when anybody becomes an angel, you will change their angelic image. You. Nobody's an angel. We are all sick people. We've all come to be healed. We've come to the great physician. We've come to the great physician. So stop expecting angels. You aren't going to find one. And the reason why people get shocked and offended and leave church is because they don't believe that when they come to church, they'll find people like them, faults like them, problems like them, having issues like them. No, 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 no. When you come to church, you've come to the great physician to the heart. This is a hospital. We are all sick. We are all here to be made whole. So when you see my situation, my own business. Because you too, you have issues. And don't be shocked and surprised when you come to church and you see me acting some way. It's, they are humans here. We are human beings here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I get Sometimes I get worked up. Sometimes I get offended. I'm telling you. Yeah. The other day, one of my staff was doing something that I just had to re remind myself that I'm born again. Tell somebody, remind yourself that you are born again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing was not making sense. I almost said, hey, hey, hi. Ha. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, Archbishop, you are born again. 
I just remember I said, I'm born again. And I looked at him and I didn't say anything. I said, you know something, just leave, leave, leave. I'll talk to you later. Because I knew that if I didn't ask him to leave, and he was trying to justify the foolishness. The thing was foolishness. He was trying, and I said, please, just leave, okay, leave. Leave before I backslide. Before I get tempted and sin and confess and ask for the blood of Jesus to cleanse me, just leave my office quietly. Just go. I know you are all angels here. You never get angry. You, are all, you have it together. But me, I've been preaching 45 years. Sometimes I get tempted. I know you, you don't get tempted. You are in the spirit. But me, I'm not in the spirit 24 hours. Are you hearing me, somebody? So, those of you come to church and you want to find angels in your head. I can't believe Christians can act like that. Do you, can you imagine what they were saying? How they are haters in the church? Stop all those foolishness. There are no angels in the church. They are human beings like you and I. We eat, we drink water, we do number one, we do number two. You are looking at me? Acting like you are an angel. Stop all those funny, funny things. Let's, let's, let's be real. Say real. Somebody say together. God requires of us to be together. And next week Sunday we'll be sitting according to our tribes. January born. Just for Sundays. For just one Sunday. So we can know and identify with our tribes. So if you were born on January. You'll sit with, your, with January born. That is your tribe. We have to, we have to know one another. Nations are known by their language. Tribes are known by their language. One of the problems in Africa is that we have too many languages, too many tribes, too much divisions and confusions. We, we, need, we need one language, a national agenda, a national goal for the purposes of continuity. Without that, we are always going to struggle and we'll never be able to accomplish anything. I just pray in the name of Jesus that there will come a time and a day in our time, in our day, when we'll see the unity and the togetherness of God's church and the nations of Africa. Put your hands together and give God praise. And I think that Kagami, I think that Kagami in Rwanda has done a great job by uniting that country after the genocide. And I've come up with a decree and a law that there is nothing like tribes. In Rwanda. We are one people. We are all citizens of Rwanda. It's not a matter of what tribes do you belong to. There are no tribes here. We are all citizens. Somebody say citizens. Yeah. And the day we come together and realize that we are better being together and being citizens than tribes. We would have made such a difference in history. We would have changed the course of history. The Greek philosopher says there are three kinds of people in every country. The first kind are those who are well-to-do, educated people, successful people, but are self-centered, selfish, self-centered, greedy people. They live for self and for immediate family. It's just about them and immediate family. They don't care about anyone else but themselves. It is believed that such individuals will not have a place in history. History will never remember them. They will never have a place in history. 
because it was always about them and not about others. The second group of people in every country and society are those who are well-to-do, educated, very successful people. But for them, they live for their tribe. Two, their religion. Three, their political party. Nothing else matters but their tribe. Their political party is always right. And their religion, no one matters but these three things. Then the third type or kind of people in every society and country are those they call citizens. And citizens are those who have love for country. And for them, what matters the most is country before themselves, before their political party, and before their tribe. Oh, that God will give us men and women who love country and put country first before themselves, before their political party and tribe and religion. Those are the kinds we need to make a difference in our continent and change the course of history. We need like the Mandela's, the Mandela's, a man of great forgiveness who said as I stand at the door to my freedom, I realize that if I don't leave behind my bitterness and unforgiveness of all that apartheid have done to me for 27 years, I will walk through the door to freedom and I will still be in prison. So many are living in their past. So many dwell in the past. The, the victories of the past, the achievements of the past, and the failures of the past. Hear me? Your future is before you. It's not behind you. So let it go. Release the pain. Let it go. Let go. Let go of yesterday for the possibilities of tomorrow. Put your hands together and give him praise. Don't let your past determine your future. Say together. Samson died prematurely because he walked alone. Riding alone is dangerous. Every now and then, you're going to see the need. You're going to need somebody. And if you don't build bridges with me now, the day you have need, you can't call on me. And if you do, I have the right not to respond because you've never been part of us. You've never been part of me. And money is not enough. As good as money is, money has limitations and money has expiry dates. During the time of the pandemic in Italy, people were throwing money off. They were throwing money to the streets of Italy and on that day, armed robbers and thieves wouldn't touch it. That wasn't the day for anybody to steal because even the armed robbers were watching their own lives. They were afraid of dying. On that day, armed robbers said, no, 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 we don't need money. They saw money and said, this money, not, it's, money it's not money. Oh. This one is coronavirus. They find coronavirus everywhere and leave people alone. But, but that is the fact of the matter. A time comes when money fails. So don't derive your confidence of money and houses, properties, material goods, despising people, refusing to place value on human life because of money. It will fail. Look at the Saddam. Saddam. He was found in a pit, in a hole with money. He was carrying millions of dollars 
in the hall and the money couldn't fly him out. The money couldn't help him. There come a time when money fails. Gaddafi was found in a similar situation and his money, billions of dollars, could not deliver him. Ladies and gentlemen, put your confidence and your faith in God and not in money because money has expiry date. Put your hands together. Come with me. Let's begin our journey quickly for a few minutes. Come with me to Genesis 1.26. Genesis 1, 26, and God, and said, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness uh -huh. and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the, of the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon and God said, and God said, let us, no, let me, no, let me, no, I'm, I'm powerful, I'm almighty, no, sir, I am Adonai. I can do as I please. Let me, but let us. Talk to me. Let, let us. That is God. As powerful as he is, he recognized that it's not enough to be powerful, that you need to go with others. It is said that if you want to go far in the journey of this life, go with others. Tell somebody, if you want to go far, in the journey of life, go with others. Listen, I'm in charge of this class. I'm instructing you. If you don't follow my instructions, I can fail you. You won't graduate and you won't walk. You want to graduate and walk, follow my instructions. Tell somebody, you want to go far? In this life, go with others. Don't go alone. Because two is better than one. Put your hands together if you believe that and give him praise. Two is better than one. Being alone is dangerous. When the enemy wants to kill you, the first thing he does is to isolate you because isolation leads to elimination. Tell somebody, isolation leads to elimination. It's just a matter of time. The devil makes you to believe that it's okay by being all by yourself and it's a matter of time he'll kill you. Genesis 11, 6 and 7. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, uh -huh. and they have all one language, uh -huh. and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Uh -huh. Go to. Let us go down. Let us. Go down. Let me. No. Let me go down. No, sir. But let what? Us. Somebody say us. Us. Say together. 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 This is God speaking. He said, when he came to creating man, he said, I need us. When man began to misbehave and their language was one and God said, I'm not going to kill them or destroy them. I will divide their language. I will divide their tongues. I will confuse their language. So he sent miscommunication and divided their tongue. But he said, I need... I need the son, Holy Ghost, I need you. Let's go together. Let's do this together. Let's go down there together. Divide their tongues, word together. Come with me to Genesis 49, 1 and 2. Genesis 49, 1 and 2. And Jacob called unto his sons and said, Gather yourselves together. Gather yourselves together. Use the word, gather yourself together. Somebody say, together, together, together. together. Say, togetherness, togetherness. Now tell somebody, 
I know you don't agree with me. And I know you don't even agree with the scriptures. But you need me. And one of these days, you will realize you need me. Now, if you are not married and the lady next to you is not married, be careful. Because I can see a brother sitting to a sister, sitting next to The sister is not wearing a ring and the brother is not wearing a ring and the brother is really pushing it. Tell someone, don't push too hard. Don't push too hard. Amen. But everybody needs somebody. He said, gather yourself what? Together. Together. Look at verse 2. Uh-huh. Gather yourselves together and hear ye sons Again, of Jacob. Verse 1, gather yourself together. Verse 2, gather yourselves together. Say together. Together. We need one another. You can't survive on your own. Some of the organs of your body that you think are insignificant, you don't see them. Let something go wrong with them and your whole body shuts down. It's the same thing in the body. We can't do without others. We ought to be part of the family. We must belong to the tribe. Jesus was of the tribe of Judah. David, the tribe of Judah. Paul, the apostle, the tribe of Benjamin. Saul, the king, the tribe of Benjamin. Everybody must belong to a tribe. You won't survive being alone, especially in the times of days we live in, being intellectually sophisticated. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. Because the adversary we are dealing with, the Bible calls him the old serpent. He's older than you. He's smarter than you and I. He can't break us when we are together. But as long as you stand alone, you won't go far. Come with me to Amos 3.3. 3. Amos 3.3. 3. Can two walk together? Can two walk together? Can two walk together? Say together, together, together. Except they be agreed. There has to be an agreement. There's something that unites us. Our language as a tribe. And our language as different tribes in the church is unity, togetherness. Understanding my need of you. My need of you. I've worked with Bishop Nyaku for over 40 something years. I think we are hitting 46 years now. Yeah. yeah. When I met you, yeah, I got born again. So many years. Bishop, how long have I known you? 32 years. Bishop? 21 years. 41 years. You know? A lot of them came to me when they were in school. I began preaching at the age of 20. And we are still friends. It's not because we don't have differences. We do have differences. Oh, yeah, 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 we do. But when you realize your need of another... And the good they carry is more than the bad. You overlook some things, so you stay together. Somebody say, I hear you. This, this lack of endurance and patience we have for one another. Every small thing, I cut you off. I cut you off. I cut you off. That is what babies do. Children. Children are always quarreling one another. Always cutting somebody off. You can't do that. You can't do that. Tell me. I've worked with this guy for decades and I'm still, I'm stuck with them. You know? Yeah, yeah, Bishop James is Bishop Emeritus, but I'm still stuck with him. He's still my body. See, I hear you. You think I'm going to throw away 41 years of relationship? You are joking. 
His wife can't even come between us. It's impossible. It's not happening. Somebody say, it's not happening. You know my driver, Francis, he, he drove me how many years? 38 years. He's been my driver. 30. He's on retirement now. He has retired. He's on retirement. But he drove me 38 years. We never had an accident for 38 years. Not one day. Yeah. He's on retirement, but he's still my body. He's still around me. I said, you go on retirement, but still hang around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on retirement, still hang around. I still need you. He doesn't drive me, but he's still my body. He's around. I promoted him as an intercessor right now. Jesus ever lives to make intercession. I said, Jesus ever lives to make intercession. So I said, my friend, you've gone on retirement. Join the intercessors and pray. Amen. Together. Somebody use the word together. This thing of I don't need anybody is madness, is arrogance, is pride. You're better than that. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. Verse 9, 10, and verse 12. Two are better than one. Two are what? Better than one. We are better being together than alone. We are better together than alone, I'm telling you. Because you see, your partner sees what you don't see. Go ahead. Because they have a good reward for their labor. Uh -huh. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. Sometimes you can, you can follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It don't matter how skillful, you can sleep. Listen, Peter's shadow healed the sick. Peter raised people from the dead. But when he was in prison, it wasn't his shadow, his mantle, his anointing that brought him out. It was the prayers of his tribe. It was the prayers of his tribe that brought an angel from heaven to discharge him, to release him from prison. So it's not about how gifted you are, how anointed you are. Everybody must belong to a tribe because there come a day where the enemy comes after you and it is your tribe that will stand up to defend you. When David was old and gray-headed, he prayed a prayer, which was powerful. He said, when I am old and gray-headed, forsake me not, O Lord. Until I have shown your strength to my generation and your power to them that are to come. And when David was old, one of Goliath's brothers, the last one, attacked David. He cornered David. He cornered him. Sometimes the enemy can corner you. He cornered David. He pushed his back to the wall. And had him in a tight place. And the Bible said, he engaged David with a new sword. It was a new virus. It was a new attack. It was a new conspiracy that David wasn't used to. And the Bible said that one of David's strong men in his tribe stepped on the scene. And blocked Goliath's brother, took the sword for him and slew him and preserved the life of David. David would have died prematurely if he had fired that strong man who came to save him. I know you are good. I know you don't need anybody. I know you've sorted out your, you know, retirement. You've even paid for your tomb. Your, everything, you've taken care of everything. 
You don't need anybody. You are joking. One of these days, you will need somebody. You learn, learn to maintain the common touch. Learn to be a human being. Stop being cold and desensitized. Stop being bitter and angry with yourself and angry with everybody. It's not worth it. There come a time in your life where you realize that all that means nothing. And what matters at the end of the day is your relationship with God and how you treat others. That's what counts. Your houses don't count. It don't count. You know, on the day that you lie, you lie in your casket before people in public. On that day, nothing matters. Your Rolex watches don't go with you. Louis Vuitton bags don't go with you. And all the beautiful things you have and the investment and the house, nothing goes with you. You go all alone by yourself. That body of yours is sent to the dust. And that's it. And what matters on that day and the people who come around are those you took time to bless when you are alive. So hear me. Learn to do good. Learn to relate to others. Learn to bear with others. Learn to forgive others. I have come to the conclusion that it's always better to be kind than to be right. Go ahead, Bishop. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, uh -huh. for he hath not another to help him up. And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. Uh -huh. And a threefold cord is not quickly broken. That is the, that, that is the, the, the broom. A threefold cord is not easily broken. You can't break me as long as I'm connected. Yeah, you can't break me. Every now and then I call Bishop Boda, I call Bishop James, Bishop Yanku. When I travel and things are tough and I say, I need some prayers. Cover me. Somebody say, cover me, cover me. Who is covering you? I showed you how Jesus was carried into the boat. They carried him as he was into the boat. Who is carrying you? Who is covering you? Who is praying for you, with you? Who is standing in the gap for you? A bishop friend of mine called me the other day. His son was in court facing a sentence. And he called me and he said, Archbishop, I need you to pray with me. And together we prayed. He sent me a text. He said, the jury have gone in for three hours now. They haven't come out. And I said, let's secure a favorable outcome and secure the victory in advance. He sent me a text. And he said, they came with a verdict. Not guilty. Victory. Acquitted and discharged. Somebody say, not guilty. I declare, no matter what you are going through, I declare you not guilty. Not guilty, acquitted and discharged. Put your hands together and say, acquitted and discharged. Acquitted and discharged. Not guilty. Come with you to Luke 1, Luke 10, 1. Luke 10, 1, quickly. After these saying, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Mm -hmm. And he sent them two and two before his face. They sent them two and two. They send them two and two. One and one. No, sir. But what? 
two and two. That is God's principle and order. Times and season don't change it. This has worked from the beginning of days and of old. Two by two, God recognized that one is not enough. It's not good for a man to be alone. Neither is it good for a woman to be alone. He's not talking about marriage and affection. He's not talking about love. He's talking about synergy, togetherness, being one, two in one. Go ahead. Now come with me to Matthew 18, 19 to 20. Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on if two, if one, no, if one, no, sir, if no. two shall agree on earth, why is your two? Why is your two? Yeah, why is that individual that makes you two instead of one? Find that individual today. Go ahead. If two of you shall agree on earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together where one in my is name, gathered. no, sir. But where two or three, where two or three, where two or three, go ahead, are gathered together in my name, are gathered together, are gathered together, are gathered together. Say together, together. It said, "There am I in the midst of them." Acts 2, 44. And all, the, all that believed were together. 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 Go ahead. And they had things in common. And they had what? All things common. They had what? All things common. That is what happens when we are together. There is no lack, no want. No lack, no want when we are together. Acts 2 and 16. Acts 2 and 46, sorry. And they continuing daily with one accord in the temple mm -hmm. and breaking bread from house to house mm -hmm. did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of hearts. Hallelujah. Acts 4, 23. And being let go, they went to their own company. Where is your company? Where is your own company? No soldier goes to war alone. A general doesn't go to war all by themselves. You need a regiment. A battalion. You have to belong. Where is your tribe? Of which of the tribe of Israel do you belong to? Where did you come from? Show me where you came from. Show me your DNA and I can predict your future. And they reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. Let's look at chapter 4, verse 31. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. 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 Say it again. Say together, together, together. Together, together. There is something about being together. Something about being together. It's powerful. See, I hear you. Hallelujah. Colossians 2.19 And not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands having nourishment ministered and knit together increasing. Knit to what? Together. Knit to what? Together. Look at what happens when we are together. It increases with the increase of God. When we are together, it brings about increase. 
Increase. That is what togetherness brings. Lacking nothing. Wanting nothing. Everyone is taken care of. Everyone is blessed and provided. No need in the house. Ephesians 4.16 From whom the whole body fitly joined together and completely joined together. Fitly joined together. Fitly joined together. Use that word again. Together. 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 Come on somebody together. clap your hands together. for togetherness. Put your hands together. Thank God for togetherness. Together. First Corinthians 1.10. First Corinthians 1.10. Now I beseech you brethren uh -huh. by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ uh -huh. that you all speak the same thing. The same thing. One language. And that there be no divisions among you. No divisions. But that you be perfectly joined together. Perfectly. Joined together. Talk to me somebody. Perfectly. Joined together. Together. In the same mind. The same and in the mind. same judgment. Same judgment. Ephesians 2 and 6. And has raised us up together. Has what? Raised us up together. Has what? Raised us up together. Go ahead. And made us to sit together in heavenly sit. places. Where? Together. Sit. Together. Sit. Together. Not individually, but what? Together. Together. In heavenly places. Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Put your hands together. Thank God. Hallelujah. Proverbs. Proverbs 6.19. One of the things God hates is a false witness mm -hmm. that speaketh lies. Mm -hmm. And he that soweth discord among brethren. One of the things God would judge in this end time is people who divide the brethren. Those who bring conflict, discord among brethren. Yeah. They are not for unity. All they do is to divide the brethren. Carrying tales. Tale bearers. There are things I've heard about people I'll never repeat it. Because I don't want to be a tale bearer. I want to come under judgment. There are couples who will come to me and the husband will tell me things about the wife. Then the wife will come and tell me things about the husband. Then when you see the two of them, the way they are darling and doing honey things, the, the day you make a mistake and tell the wife and the wife gets to know what the husband is thinking about her, that's the end of the marriage. So I see things and I keep it to myself. And I say, hey, <laughs> this is a mystery. But that is what it is. I'm not going to repeat people's business. And those of you who repeat people, but when you are hurt, offended about people, you go around telling everybody what you know about them just to prove a point, to justify your pain and to hurt others. You are the type God is against because you are dividing the body. You are causing conflict and discord in the body. And God said, I hate you. Let's finish. Psalm 133, verse 1 to 3. Behold, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. For brethren. To dwell together. For brethren. To dwell together. For brethren. To dwell together. Somebody say together, together, together. Go ahead. 
For brethren to dwell together in unity, it is like the precious ointment it upon creates, the head. It creates precious oil, precious oil. That ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard. Uh -huh. That went down to the skirts of his garments. Uh -huh. As the dew of Hermon. Uh -huh. And as the dew that descended upon the mountains of Zion. Yes, sir. For there the Lord commanded the blessing. A even blessing life. forever. Sweatless blessings. Succeeding in life with ease. When we are together, we are blessed. And we succeed with ease. And he said, there the Lord commands what? Blessing. Long life. Sir. There's long life. There's abundance of life when we are together. When we are together. All right, let's finish. First Corinthians 3 9. For we are laborers together with God. We are laborers together with Talk God. Talk to me, laborers together. Use the word, say together, together, together. Together. Yeah, yeah, together. Yeah. If we stay together, not exploit one another and we don't take advantage of one another. I'm telling you, God will blow your minds. There are blessings that God commands and has made available. Provisions is made available when we are together. Acts 3, 1. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple. They went to the temple? Together. They went to the temple? Together. Do you go to church together? Do you come to church together? With others or you leave others at home. Some of you come to church and you leave your driver in the car. And he's waiting for you in the car. He also needs salvation. Next week, will you bring your driver into the service? Your cook, your security. Bring them all into church. Bring them to church. You are the boss. Invite them to church. They'll follow you. I make everybody pray. In my house, I make everybody pray, Bishop. Yeah, yeah, I'll make you pray. It's mandatory. Even if you belong to another religion, you pray. As they say in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make you say it until you believe it. Put your hands together. Thank God for that. We know you are blessed by that word of God. And look forward to you joining the messages of the Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams again. For more information on our events, books, and messages, please visit NDW Ministries online at www.ndwministries.org or call our offices on plus one eight seven seven three six one five one. One, one. Once again, thank you for joining the Archbishop today and may you continue to experience the life-transforming power of God's blessings. <laughs>